Hello, and welcome to the Humumu Halloween Home Horror Hoedown. The podcast where we watch 31 horror movies throughout the hallowed month of October. Ranging from the critically acclaimed to film school projects gone gruesomely awry. And we take them all way too seriously. I'm your host, Mike Hommel. And I'm your host, Sully Hommel. Now warning, we use a ghoulish number of spoilers, so watch the movies first. Second warning, we don't know anything about anything, so don't take us seriously while we take these movies seriously. Today, our movie was Clown from 2014, and it's about a clown. It, it is about a clown. It's about a universe in which... Clowns are not a scary thing, apparently, until this happens. Yeah. I mean, they do that in so many movies where, you know, like this, it starts out with a kid's birthday party. What is he, like eight, ten? I don't know, six. Six, eight, one, something. I don't know. Nineteen. Whatever age he is, he wanted a clown for his birthday party. I mean, he's clearly obsessed with clowns because he, like, wanted the clown. There were clown decorations. The cake looked like a clown. Where is that? That's not a part of our society. No. And there was nobody even around who was like, oh, this is super weird. Why does this <laughs> right. kid like clowns? Clowns are creepy. Like, No, in fact, they tried to order a clown for their party. Like he was supposed to show up and he couldn't because he was he probably was double, double booked. booked. Yeah. And okay, that was one of my favorite lines is she was mad at her husband because the clown wasn't showing up. So when she called him, she's all... <laughs> I thought you had a backup. And right. I'm like, first of all, first of all, nobody hires clowns for six-year-old birthday parties. That's the first one. Second of all, who hires a backup clown in <laughs> case the clown that you hire doesn't show up? I mean, that's just rude to the backup clown, really. Right? Like, what kind of universe is this where they need clown insurance? <laughs> it was... I mean, so bizarre. In the universe of this movie, I would have wanted clown insurance, actually. <laughs> not for that reason. No, not for that reason. So, what happens is, since they couldn't get a clown for their party, the dad finds a clown costume. He's a real estate agent. He finds Pure it. Pure coincidence. Yeah. He finds it in the house he's working at. Actually, it wasn't as coincidence. I mean, it was coincidence, but he had decided to dress up like a clown. Like, he put a mop head oh, on yeah, his he head. Oh, yeah, he was and, getting ready. Like, he was just using whatever was around, but then... And lucky for him, there was an entire actual clown costume yeah. that he got to put on and come and entertain the kids. And then he didn't take it off. But everybody loved it. Like, it was yes. just... It was great. He was amazing. Dumbo the clown. <laughs> yep. But yeah, then he fell asleep in the clown costume. Yeah, I would have at least pulled the wig off immediately. And the nose. You can't have that nose on. I feel like the demon inside was already sort of working on him. There's like, a demon? <laughs> spoilers. You know, like that it was already started. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. That's all weirdness. And it doesn't get into the actual weirdness of this movie which is yeah. that of course by wearing this costume he is now transforming into a demon called a cloin which is where the idea of clowns came from originally as everyone knows in iceland or someplace yes it was a nordic demon yes he would he would go and murder five children one for every month of winter he was white as the snow and he had a red nose from the cold uh-huh 
but he was a demon. Okay, so I kind of liked that. Like, I was there for the whole, I need you to sacrifice one child per month of winter. Like, mm-hmm. coming from the Midwest, coming from <laughs> the colds you of would northern do this, Minnesota. You what you're saying. I, I mean, I'm not saying I would do it. I'm just saying I understand the impulse you're to do whatever necessary <laughs> to get through winter, you know? Yeah. But the thing is, like, he was an actual demon who murdered actual children, according to this universe's lore. Yeah. How did clowns become a funny thing from that? Like, I don't wh- know. how did we get to the universe where no one is afraid of clowns. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like a it's an overtime thing. Like uh you know, there's there's things in the old world about Santa Claus where he's not Santa Claus, he's like Black Peter and other things, and he like abuses children who are bad instead of giving treats to children who are good and like it morphs and changes over time and in different cultures. I mean, yeah, but that that other bit of it still sticks around. Like, kids are still afraid to make Santa mad, you know? Yeah, that is a part of it. <laughs> so, how I, I just... I mean, I'm afraid clowns will eat me. Bart Simpson is afraid clowns will eat him. I mean, they definitely look like <laughs> they will eat you, which is why I was super down for the whole Nordic lore thing. Uh-huh. But it just didn't make sense within this universe that there was not one person amongst <laughs> them who had a little bit of residual like, yeah, but do you know where clowns came from? There's always that guy. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a movie thing. Like, it's it's one of those things that exists in the world of movies that clowns are fun. Like, you see it in so many different movies and it's not a part of the real world. There are People hire clowns. Remember the the documentary about the family that was sexually abusing children, and turns out the kid from that family is the best grew party up. clown in New York. Right, grew up to be the number one party clown in New York. Yeah, yeah. that fits right in right there. Clowns are definitely a thing, which is weird. They shouldn't <sighs> be. They really shouldn't be. Like I just I don't get it because there is always. An undercurrent of yuck. Yeah, I think I for find a clown. that. I mean, I guess it's different for different people, but it's it's yuck. What it is, is it's a comedian for children. You know, like comedians are going to tell jokes and have these stories and that's too complicated. So you get a, a lower end comedian, somebody who's going to do bumbly, stupid things and fall on his face because that's funny for children. No, I mean, I get that. But to me, when I watch that, even if it's the most like innocuous, not a horror movie clown thing, like it's just a clown. Okay, even Cam from Modern Family with his Fizbo the Clown character, who is completely innocent. There Mm. is nothing bad about that character. I can't help but see like the history of clowns where it's like, yeah, it's weird stuff. Hobos and homeless people and like... And blackface. Like blackface. Like mouth that they do. And just like everything that's ever been done to people who live and work in a circus. Like yeah. there's just so much... So dark. Bad, dark history connected course, to clowns for me. We can also note that in Modern Family, part of the story there is that Phil is terrified of clowns. So yes. it's it's right there. It's always there. Yes, because unlike in this movie, 
there is a significant portion of humanity that understands that someone who has a smile painted on their face right. is not to be trusted. The Joker. Yes. <sighs> yeah, that's a that's a great way of putting it, that if they had to paint the smile on, that's a problem. Yeah, there's an inauthenticity there. There's a misdirect mm-hmm. that we inherently know not to trust. And I think children, I mean, yeah. children are so good at knowing that kind of thing. I don't except understand. Except in this movie. Well, except in this movie. But I don't understand how clowns became a thing we did to entertain children, because yeah. of all people, they're the ones who are like, mm, I'm getting a weird vibe from this dude. Yeah. The whole thing is bizarre to me. So that all leads to this note that I made, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes into the movie, where he had already, his suit's already like melded to him. He's tried to take it off a couple of times yeah, with like a box cutter much too close to his wrist. A sawzall much too close to his neck. Yeah. yeah, that was scary. And the note that I wrote was, I hate everything about this. <laughs> uh-huh. Yet it was stuck on there and he had been stuck in the suit for like 12 hours, maybe 16 hours before he got to the line that haunted me for the entire movie, which was, I really have to pee. And I was like... <laughs> For the rest of the movie, sometimes he's eating and drinking, and I'm like, what? He's stuck in this costume. And I know, like, he can pee. He could just pee, and it's going to run down his leg, and that's unpleasant, but it's it's a thing. And even later, a kid at some point is like, it smells like somebody peed in here, and that was because he smells like pee. Oh, but, I didn't make that connection. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty gross. I totally thought... I didn't realize it smelled like. I thought it was like. I thought oh. somebody just said somebody peed in here. Yeah, and I that's thought they what he felt said. Felt it, I and hope it was not. And then the kid who got out of it, the ball pit at that point had red on the bottom of his socks. Mm-hmm. So I thought there was like they thought it was a liquid. They I, were like assuming that's it totally could be what it is. But I was thinking about this issue because I couldn't stop thinking yeah. about it. Like it was never addressed except that one line potentially, which maybe was about blood. And I'm like, you brought it up, and now that's all I'm thinking about. Right? And why? Like, it was a throwaway, not very funny joke. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, to set up a, an idea like that and then not have it... It could have been a running joke throughout. Yikes. It could have been something where it was resolved at some point. I don't know. I don't even know. Like, we could have even just seen him pee in his... Yeah, just run down demon his Demon skin suit. I don't even know. But it was weird to set it up and then just do nothing with it, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. He didn't get concerned soon enough for me. (laughs) Well, that was a line I wrote down. He started pulling at the wig, trying to get it off. And he's like, and the the wig is stuck. And I'm like, okay, I I get it. It actually is stuck. He's not getting it off. But why would you think that's a thing? Why would you think that that could happen? Like, the wig isn't stuck. And when it happened... Why did you just yeah. move on from that? Yeah, it's just like, well, I guess it's I stuck. guess I'm going to work. That was like, my what? that was my other note is like this was a medical emergency 12 hours ago. I don't <laughs> yes. know what you're doing. Okay, that's exactly it. Okay, he yes, it's weird. Yes, it's unbelievable. His brain is in denial, I suppose. But like he can't get the red thing off of his nose. Yeah. He can't get the wig off of his head and He's just like, well, I got to take my kid to school and yeah, go to I work. Got stuff I have to do. What now? <laughs> no. No, sir. Yeah. No. This is a hospital situation. Yes. I mean, maybe not during COVID times, but that's not this movie. 
Uh, yeah. And like, no, uh, no. Even now, just thinking about it, with his wife using the graspers and pulling that thing off of his nose, which clearly was like the end of his nose at this point, it was so upsetting. Yeah, that was upsetting. I was also, though, upset for the rest of the movie that he didn't like grow a bulbous red nose. Like yes. I thought he would. Yes. Which he totally should have. Yeah, I think so. Especially given that it was very clearly established through the use of the dog who ate the bulbous red nose once it came off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that any part of this costume causes yeah. demonic possession. So like He's got the whole costume on. He is the demon. But because the dog ate the nose, now the dog is also the demon? Yeah, it's double demon. So why did... Yeah, he definitely should have grown the whole nose in because the dog was growing in like a whole demon mm -hmm. body. I kind of had this idea that they were doing a, oh, now his nose is red and bloody. So that's doing the clown nose but it i mean it should have grown it should have done a thing also it was covered by a white bandage most of it <laughs> yeah most of it was which i was grateful for <laughs> and maybe they did it because they're like we want people to continue to watch this movie they might have but ugh. also he kept going out in public so he probably didn't want to be running around with a bloody nose and much like these people are all fans of clowns None, nobody really seemed that concerned that yeah. this guy was walking around with like clown makeup and a torn off nose and a rainbow wig and an outfit that was increasingly looking like a demon. It was not attractive. I mean, it started looking like it was made out of, you know, like skate snake skin or something. Yeah. Which, okay, that brings me back to something I didn't even think of during the movie until we just had this discussion now, but they claimed... That this wasn't like a magic clown suit. This was the hair of the demon and the skin of the demon that had yes. been cut off somehow. First of all, doesn't seem like you can cut this stuff off. I don't understand. How did that happen? And second of all, like, I don't know. I don't have a second of all. That was... That pretty much covers it. it that was... Where did they get this skin from? Also, at the end, when they... When she finally hacked his head off because decapitation, as we all know, is the only way to stop a demon clown. That's been true forever. Once she finally hacks his head off, I mean, I guess it did just kind of slough off and then become this outfit again. Yeah. It reverted I... back to outfitness. So, okay, that maybe that's the answer. They decapitated the original demon and his body melted his away and his skin, skin and rainbow wig. <laughs> left behind i guess yeah maybe there was never a demon it was just always this suit going from person to person where did the suit come from this is what happens when you make a snakeskin suit yeah it came from a <laughs> snake someone just cut up a snake I, yeah it was it was sketchy this is also the 400th film in a row where we have seen a compound fracture yep he just grabbed somebody's arm and snap yep uh we also saw a lot of puking in this movie Rainbow puking. Yes. Ooh. Okay. So we found a line, a solely line in this movie. Uh, yeah. Apparently, like, because I tend to be, I mean, I have a pretty dark sense of humor. I understand. Even if it's not funny to me, I'm like, all right. You know, there's lots of times where I'm like, okay, I understand why that would be funny to somebody. Uh -huh. We found a line that was crossed. 
So he's told by the old guy who had been researching this Nordic clown because he and his brother, when they were younger, came across the suit and experienced a whole thing, right? Yes. This stuff is always cyclical. He was told by this guy that the only way is to, you know, cut your head off. You, you have to kill yourself, he, he told him. Mm-hmm. So eventually he gets to the point where he's like, all right, I guess he's right. You know, he shoots himself and the brain splatter is rainbow colored. Yeah. That was just a a bridge too far. The fact that it was rainbow colored? Yes. Huh. Like, I've seen a lot of movies where that exact thing happens. And then, I mean, I've watched all the Law & Order episodes. Like, <laughs> I have definitely seen gore splatter on a wall before. Sure. And I'm like, this is very sad. Rainbow gore on the wall? For some reason, my whole body just went, yeah, no, that's not okay. <laughs> Wow. Absolutely not. Too far. Okay, but for me, that goes into my biggest thing with this film, my which something I really enjoyed, I think, which is that the whole movie has a ridiculous cartoon premise that this guy puts on a clown suit and starts turning into a clown and killing people. Yes. Like that's a that's a trauma movie or maybe an asylum movie. (laughs) Yes. Like it's Totally insane. But the whole movie treats it deadly serious and does a good job of it. Like it's a serious film about serious things, Mm -hmm. except it's about that. And so then when it's rainbow splatter on the wall and stuff, it's like they're bringing in the ridiculousness of the clown, but they're treating it totally serious at the same time. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, again, I I know I mentioned this earlier. I don't remember which movie, but again... Brings to mind happy, yeah, but not in the right way. Like it was, it's not happy. It's yeah, this not is the not... same. That moment though, like the rainbow splatter, that was a happy moment. Not happy, but like happy the TV show moment in a movie that did not have that as its yeah. core working. Yeah, it doesn't have that kind of playfulness and no. parody of sorts. It's it's just serious. Yeah, so and maybe that's why I was just like, oh. No, absolutely not. It did that with everything. Like at one point, his feet started to swell up and bust out of his shoes. And, you know, that's the whole he's a clown now. He's got big clown feet. And, but it was done seriously. Like they were big claw feet. And just everything like that. They were trying to find the serious way to present this ridiculous thing. Yeah. It's very interesting what they did. But see, then I think the problem that I had was with the brain splatter, it was. The ridiculous way to show a serious thing. It wasn't the serious way to show a ridiculous thing. What I think is that like the the ridiculous thing is that he'd be filled with rainbow color inside because that's the cartoon concept. And they did it in a realistic, gory way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like it, whatever it was. I know. It it was very upsetting for you. My rainbow colored brain. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. We don't know. And I don't want to find out. This movie also what is this a 2014 movie i don't remember when this was but definitely had a whole section well a small part of it was clowns in the woods only one clown but he was hiding in the woods and a little boy was walking through the woods and he was like hey give me some food the kids were camping yeah and i immediately i was like oh yeah clowns in the woods that was a thing huh yeah and i don't know if it was a thing around this time or if it's just a coincidence or if this inspired it Creepy. That's a creepy idea. Yeah. So, obviously, 
Because the original demon needed five children every winter, one for every month of winter. Clearly, the way to cure this, the way to free yourself from this demon suit, is to feed the demon five children. Clearly. I don't know why that makes the demon leave you alone. (laughs) Yeah, maybe it comes back in six months, seven months. Maybe. I don't know. But obviously that's the way. So he starts eating children. He does. Definitely eat children. I mean, it's a compulsion. It's not like he did it by choice. Like, I want to fix this. Right. He just was. Now, his wife, on the other hand. Who was very much not (laughs) possessed by anything. No, not by anything mystical. She decided, well, he's eaten four children. Let's just toss him another one. It was even more insidious than that. He's eaten four children. He knows where my son, his son, is to prevent him from eating our son. Oh, there's an unsupervised child. Perhaps I will grab... Oh, no, that one's mom is there. Oh. Oh, hi, little girl. Of course I will give you a ride home. And it wasn't quite that simple, but Yeah, she jumped right on it, though. Wow. She was very willing to sacrifice. I mean, she changed her mind, sort of, but Mm. yikes. Sort of. Yeah, that was upsetting. And and to the very, 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 very end, <laughs> she was still like, no, no, we're going to save him. It's okay. He'll be okay. Well, right. Even her six-year-old son was like, mom, <laughs> yeah, no. You can't fix this. <laughs> this. That's not daddy. I mean, that's Sully's <laughs> rules of clowns. She was absolutely not following Soli's rule of infection slash possession slash whatever. If someone's trying to kill you, you deal with it immediately. Yeah, always decapitate the clown. That's what Soli says. (laughs) Yes. Yes. A large portion of the second half of this movie takes place at a Chuck E. Cheese. The biggest Chuck E. Cheese I've ever seen. Yes. Although there was a time when Chuck E. Cheeses were much more elaborate than they are now. Now they feel sort of like, you know, like in old Westerns where the town is abandoned and you hear the like whistly sound, you know, the theme song. Yeah. And the saloon doors, like that's what I think of it. Yeah, that's how I think of Chuck E. Cheese's now. I feel like I was probably with you the last time you went into Chuck E. Cheese and that was probably 20 years ago. (laughs) So I don't know about now per se. Why were we at a Chuck E. Cheese? Because I feel like I'm, I agree with you. I have this same memory. The only one I remember is when we would go to the vet in California and there was a Chuck E. Cheese Okay, but right we didn't there. go in there. I think we did once, or maybe we didn't. No. We, we might have just parked in front of it and looked at it. So it's probably been 30 years. I don't know. No, but here's the thing. It would have had to have been because of a child. You would think. So it would have had to have been within like the last 25 years because the children we know or would have known at that point are no older than 25 at this point. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the last time I remember doing a Chuck E. Cheese, I was the child in question. Like, I went in there to play video games. I mean, okay, here's the thing. I feel like I remember being at a Chuck E. Cheese with your family. Yeah, I think so. I think my nephew had a birthday party there. And I remember us being sketched out about it at the time and being like, why are we doing this? This is (laughs) what is happening. (laughs) Yeah. They have those creepy animatronic bears at the front. I mean, that's another horror thing these days. (sighs) And really, like... The crawly tubes and the ball pit. I mean, 
Yeah, it's just disease. Even if if you're not in the middle of a horror movie where a a possessed clown is trying to eat you in all of that climbing equipment, like, just ew. Yeah. Ew. Fair enough. Because you know Chuck E. Cheese's are, are just entirely staffed by teenagers who are not going to think it is cool to have to crawl on their hands and knees through all of that equipment sanitizing it so yeah. it doesn't get sanitized. No, no, it doesn't. Ugh, gross. But when I was a kid, Chuck E. Cheese's were cool? Well. Were they? For you. I mean, I feel like they were very, very popular when we were when we were children. Yeah. I mean, it, w- it was definitely a thing at one point where you would go for birthday parties mm-hmm. and whatnot. I remember that. I mean, I just, I sort of feel like, sort of like Pizza Hut's. There was a time when Pizza Huts were new, mm. so they would be clean and, you know, <laughs> new, right? I guess. And now, I mean, th- I would guess there's not a Pizza Hut out there that's not 25 years old. I mean, that seems unlikely. They must be opening little you think? franchises Or is around. it like Chuck E. Cheese, where they just haven't all completely <laughs> died off yet? Yeah, or maybe it's like, you know, the expression of it creature beneath the earth and like its tentacles Mm. expand into different spots and each one is a pizza hut and you know as you eat Mm -hmm. the pizza you become one of its slugs yeah that's it that feels that that feels right i'm just gonna say that feels right well this chuck e cheese went from being dirty and sketchy but filled with people to like just not dirty dingy and filled with people to Completely empty with garbage strewn across the ground. <laughs> sure. As everybody ran screaming. In like 15 seconds. Yeah. It, it went from gross to apocalyptic looking in no time at all. It was, it was I mean, kind of funny. That's the power of a clown attack. I guess. Definitely. I guess. I have one other thing with this movie that just was getting to me. And that is the dad of the clown's wife. Yes. He he hated her husband, the clown, Kent. He was so happy to find issues with him. And when he yeah. started sketching out and turning into a demon clown, he's like, well, we knew this was coming, didn't we? And <laughs> yes. he was just, it, it was totally that relationship where, you know, the dad just hates the husband boyfriend guy and is like just trying to get, get him out and... But then at the end, when he shows up at their house and sees the, like, gore in the basement, he's like, don't worry, honey. I'm going to clean it up. I'll protect you. Yeah, but see, that that's because it's about her. She would be impacted and his grandson would be impacted. It makes me realize why she's incapable of not enabling her husband who's eating children. Like, it just is a thing. And it's that whole, like, loyalty peace which is always upsetting to me yeah one thing i really liked in this movie that we haven't seen a lot this month was that it had this lore behind the clown and it explained it so we were like these are the rules how is she gonna win through these rules she doesn't but that's how horror movies work but, you know, like that, I like when it's explained and it works within this set of rules. And we've had a lot of, you know, random, this is all powerful 
just deal with it, see how you do kind of things. Mm -hmm. And that's not as interesting to me as giving the clear cut rules. So I liked that. And I liked, like I said, the business of how they took something, a totally ridiculous premise and implemented it as a completely serious, dark tone kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I liked all that. I was really surprised how much I liked this movie given, you know, what it was about and the way it was done. But it was just, it was quite well done. And also it's very, very intense, which is both a plus and a minus. Like mm -hmm. it was quite captivating because it was so intense, but it was also a lot to watch. It was hard to watch. So overall, for me, this is three and a half Xbox headsets out of five. Okay. I can't disagree with you about any of the things that you were saying. Like, you're right. I mean, they did a good job with the thing that they were trying to do. It was more intense than I wanted it to be. Uh -huh. I There were too many moments that I had to look away because it was just upsetting with the, yeah. the visuals were just like would make my whole inside of my body hurt. Yeah, this was like a very realistic movie, like a lot of stinkiness and grossness and like real life. It was gritty. Yeah, it was gritty. Gritty. It was like Law and Order meets a clown movie. <laughs> I, I don't even yes. know. Like it was it was very it was very intense. And I really really did not enjoy watching this movie. Yeah. I almost feel bad saying that because they did a good job doing the thing that they were trying to do. They had a mission, they had a goal, they did it well, and my entire rating is going to be based on the fact that I wish they hadn't done it at all. <laughs> that's just, I mean, that's a reasonable <laughs> argument, I guess. But not in the same way as like the movies where I give zeros, because it wasn't that it shouldn't have been done, it's just that I don't want it to have been done. Yeah. So that being said, despite all of the positives that you mentioned that I cannot disagree with, I am going to give this movie two Xbox headsets out of five. Yeah, that's I quite just, a spread. Yeah, I just did not like watching this movie. But I'm sure there are people out there who would. Yeah. So, you know, they're probably not watching the same horror movies that I am. Definitely in the realm of horror, for sure. Yes. So now that we've settled on those scores, tell us about the Evil Twins for today, because I did not partake in the Evil Twin. No, and you missed out on did I, though? Clown 2019. So same title, five years later. How does it compare, you ask? Okay, wait, but same title, five years later, not anything to do. Like, these movies are not connected. Totally unrelated, just clown is a common English word. <laughs> okay. What sums up this movie is that in the first few seconds of the movie, the words, The Asylum Presents, go across the screen. Oh, no. And I was not expecting to see them, and I was very disappointed when I saw them. Yeah, that's that's not a good sign. For our listeners who aren't in the know, The Asylum is a company that makes just hot garbage. That's <laughs> that's their whole line of work. Their main business is to make knockoffs of whatever big hits are out in the in the theaters and spend single digit amounts of dollars making them. And then they make the box as similar to the real box as humanly possible, like the uh, cover photo. And their whole idea is that they want to trick grandmas into buying the wrong movie for their kid for their birthday. <laughs> it's just awful. It's like almost criminal. 
maybe kind of is criminal. I don't know. It depends on how good enforcement is, I guess. Yeah, it's it's entirely the idea that like, oh, maybe someone will be in a hurry and will pick up the wrong box at, you know, their local technology store or when they're flipping through wherever, yeah. you know, on their device trying to buy a digital movie, they'll like think that's it just because they uh, look at the picture. I've actually been caught by that back when there was a movie called uh, I, I don't even remember because I'm mixing it up with the asylum right now. I think it was called Battle Los Angeles. It was just an alien movie. It was a dumb movie, by the way, the real one. There was also whatever, Battle LA or the Battle of Los Angeles, I think is what it was called. And I watched the wrong one on Netflix because of the asylum. Uh-huh. I, I kept watching because it was hilarious, but it was <laughs> terrible. Yeah. So, so this was an asylum clown movie was it hilarious Mm, i wouldn't say that really i i do enjoy terrible movies and this was absolutely terrible it included the line this isn't funny man which is always good nice it had three compound fractures in it one of which was a guy's ankle gets fractured and then he proceeds to walk it off so like you do that's that's one way to deal with a fracture, I suppose. And the whole movie was basically filmed in the desert in like six hallways that they made of like sticking wooden pallets up in rows and filming between them. And it was like the same hallways over and over with these kids. Oh, by the way, the plot is that they're trapped in a funhouse being killed by a clown. That's the point. Not a knockoff of Clown 2014, just the Asylum also does quote unquote original movies. <laughs> quote unquote movies. <laughs> so they'd be like walking through these hallways and going, oh, I don't know where we are this time. And like, it's the same hallway. You know where you are. It's been seen 15 times already. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing is made of like these wooden pieces that are so flimsy. You can literally see the outside as they're in these tunnels. And you're like, it's right there. You could push this wood over with your bare hands so easily. And no, they were just, they were trapped forever. There's no escape from the evil clown. So it was that kind of movie. Well, it sounds like I missed out on something amazing. How would you rate this? It's hard because you kind of want to give a zero to something that is absolutely worthless and no one should ever see it. But I feel like it's not offensive or hurtful. It's just a bunch of kids having some fun and getting paid money by the asylum to do it. Although the editing in this movie was an actual crime against nature. (laughs) It was like the beginning of Alice Sweet Alice, where it would just jump from one thing to another. People would be in different places at different times. And it's like you couldn't follow what was happening at all. Oh, it was horrible. So this was truly an awful movie, but not offensive. So I'm gonna have to give it one stink bug out of five. Truly awful. Other ones that I've given are better movies, but I feel like one is the bottom of the legitimate uh, scale. I see. I see. Okay. Well, now that we have settled on that, what do we have coming up tomorrow? Tomorrow is an exciting special event because we are going to see the evil twin to Girl House, which we already watched Mm -hmm. and gave zeros to. Yes. This one has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, so I think it is likely to be superior to Girl House. That makes me actually excited to see this movie. And uh, I guess we will do that and meet back here tomorrow to talk about it. I can't wait to get on it. Woo!
There are more geese out there every single day. This is the horror movie. I am a little bit anxious about how many geese there are Yeah. in the middle of my river.